it's kind of brilliant. It well, no, it's not brilliant. He's, he's making he's making a point though. No, to me, it's no more brilliant than uh than 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 Br'er Rabbit uh <laughs> setting up the fucking uh you know the tar pit in the the tar baby in the fucking briar patch. Oh. And, and that's a story. I know that's that's a story. This you can't. That's what it's called. It's called the tar baby. I mean, it's made. It is a baby made of tar. I'm Don Hall, and I'm David Himmel, and this is the Literate Apecast. So, I told you a couple weeks ago um, about this family friend of ours, um, who mother and daughter, we've been yeah. friends with them for years. Um, they were in a car accident, a single car wreck, late one night. Um, most likely after a night of heavy drinking, uh, which the two of them, this was on par for their behavior. Um, anyway, they got into this terrible car crash and the mom, um, who is a little older than my mom, was thrown from the vehicle. Well, they were both thrown from the vehicle. Uh, the mom passed away. She died on scene, dead. Uh, the daughter, who is a year, was a year is a year older than me. Um, she was thrown from the vehicle, but she survived. Um, but the injuries are severe and there, you know, we weren't sure she was going to live much longer. You know, they had to remove part of her skull to bring down the brain swelling and, um, she was on life support and everything. And it was a bad Bad scene. Um, like, of course, the the accident is tragic. Of course, the death of a family friend is sad, tragic. But it's extra tragic, I think, because it's it's a mother and daughter, you know. And I, the the idea that you know, if um, if Ashley, the daughter, had ever, if she she wakes up. And they, I'm sure they have blood tests. Like if she was driving, like, and if she was drunk, could she be charged with, you know, involuntary manslaughter for the death of her mother? Like all these horrible realities. And like, how long is the journey? If, if Ashley lives through it, like the, the, the physical therapy and all the, to, to get her walking again, like she, her eye, she might not, she might be blind in her eye forever. Like just this horrible, horrible thing. So, um, and it just, it makes your brain go to your mind. It makes your mind go to, to these dark places. There was shortly after the accident, I was, um, I was rocking Jacob to sleep one night and he's got his little head on my shoulder and it's, you know, sweet little baby moment. And I was thinking about Ashley and Lois and I'm holding Jacob and I whispered to Jacob, please don't ever drive the car into a building and <laughs> and kill me. I really hope that doesn't future for us. You, you know, I love you. You know, it's interesting you bring it because it, it's okay. There, at one point, at one point, Alice and I, you remember Alice? Okay. Um, she and I, you know, dated Well, we lived together off and on for four years. It was a terrible, great sex, uh, terrible relationship. And she really wanted to have a kid. She really wanted to have a kid. And and I was like, why? I mean, you know, because why? Why do you want? Why do you actually want to? I mean, is, are you going to throw me some throw me some biological clock? It's my evolutionary imperative to procreate. You know, pull some of that shit. And it was because she she wanted to have somebody who's going to take care of me when I'm old. And I thought yeah. that's the worst. I mean, it's maybe the most common, but that's like the fucking worst reason to have a kid i can think of it's like oh i want to have a little slave however yeah. i'm cl i'm cleaning up my dad uh he had a, a a bad moment a couple of weeks ago and uh yeah his bad moment 
uh, and I'm cleaning him up and he's embarrassed, you know, because, you know, his son is now wiping him. And, uh, and, you know, it's like he, he, he starts crying and he's like, and so I start telling stories about me shitting myself in public to make him laugh, <laughs> which did. But he starts crying and he's like, he's like, thank you. Thank you. It's, you know, having you here, you know, it's just really important. And then he looks at me just with this, this earnest look. He says, who will be there for you? Then I went, Jesus Christ. Maybe Alice was right. Yeah. I should have had a kid. So can I have a little slave to wipe my ass when I'm an ancient dude? I don't know. But it's a gamble. It's a gamble because what if things go south with that kid or that kid becomes a total I, a-hole? I'm sure that they're, you know, like if things there are parents south. Yeah, there are parents out there right now that are uh, that their child became a mass shooter and they're not going. What a what a joy. What a blessing they are. None of that. No, shit. they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to. If they want their kid to take care of them, they're gonna have to get in jail with them. I don't like. It's it's hard. So, so you know, Lois sadly died. Um, Ashley probably has no idea because she has yet to wake up. You know, on her on her own. I mean, she's like, I guess she's aware. I think she can like squeeze a hand type thing, but like she's not. No, shit's that's not left. That's not being alive. Not she's not quite Terry Schiavo. Yet, yeah, yeah. She's well. The think. thing, it's the thing. It's like when my, when I had to take my mom, my mom, my, you know, it's it's like my dad, mom had to get dad a DNR, a do not resuscitate, because yeah. you know he he wants to die at home, which yeah. is the most selfish fucking thing I can think of. I, I mean, I hate to say it that way, you but know. the reality is, the, no, the reality is, I want to die in my own bed. Yeah, but wouldn't it be easier on everybody in the whole world if you just went into the hospital and died there because then mom doesn't have to fucking deal with the fact that you're a fucking carcass in her house. Well, I, I mean, let's just be pragmatic. So but he got the DNR, I ended up I ended up getting my own DNR because I realized, well, I don't have a kid. I don't have a wife. I literally by the time I unless I die in a bus accident or slip out of my seventh floor apartment, go, ah, you know, unless that happens, uh, you know, there's not going to be anything to say, don't resuscitate this motherfucker. So I, I got a DNR and I laminated it at work so I can have it oh, on God. my, I can have it with me. You know, I mean, I'm not carrying it around because that's a little fucking morbid, but the, you know, because that's just get a tattoo. That's your next tattoo. There you go. Oh my God. That is the gr- boy. That's a fucking morbid idea. But like scan that, like have that tattooed to my chest. So when they go for the heart attack paddles, it says right there, do not resuscitate. And like, oh, and there's like, boy, that's a morbid code. shit. You have a QR code <laughs> tattoo that takes you to like your, your bank accounts and all that. So whoever's oh. like, close shit up and then there's a and then there's a little then there's a little disclaimer at the bottom it says please erase my internet history (laughs) yes exactly i think i told you that when my when my grandfather when poppy died it was so he dies on a thursday he died (laughs) fair fawcett died that morning it was like june 25th 2009 okay Fair Fawcett dies. Pop had been sick with cancer for a while. And I'm downtown and I get a call. I come out of a meeting. Dad, my dad calls me. And he says, you know, he's gone. Come home. And I'm like, okay. So I drive. I'm in the car. I'm driving back to Flossmoor, back to the South suburbs and thinking like, this is sad. My grandfather's gone. This is, you know, whatever, like whatever's going through your head when that, you know, the new world order of. So. I get a, while I'm driving, I get a call from my girlfriend at the time. And she says, I think that Poppy has some company on the way up in the elevator on the way up to heaven. I was like, what elevator to heaven? What do you, what? I, what am I seven? What are you talking about? And she says, well, well, and let me just say this. Like, I appreciate her trying to be delicate with whatever news she was about to give me. Because she had never been delicate with anything with me in her entire in our entire relationship from when we were friends, the eight years we were friends, the three years we'd been dating, had never been delicate with anything. Because she didn't know how to be delicate, hence the elevator up to heaven bullshit. But anyway, credit where credit's due. So I said, Why? Who what do you who else died? She goes, Michael Jackson. And I said, Who? 
She said, Michael Jackson. I said, who the fuck is Michael Jackson? She goes, Michael Jackson. I go, wait, like, like thriller, like Michael Jackson, like Michael yeah. Jackson. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, because you know, Michael Jackson hadn't been sick. Like Farrah Fawcett had been, you know, like what? So anyway, so I get home and I go into my grandparents' house and because my grandparents live next door to, to me growing up. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I walk in the house and there's my grandmother at the kitchen table in her seat. There are my two aunts on the other side of the table. And there's my dad in my grandfather's spot where my, where my grandfather sat. And you, you know, I bring this up because you talk about like dying at home in your own bed with like the corpse of, you know, in the house. It's, 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 it's such, yeah. And they're sitting there and they're having, you know, their mom and the, the siblings are having this conversation literally about what to do with the dead body in the next room. And, 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 and yeah. that's the thing is if you, the thing is, if you, again, uh, yes, exactly. And, and I guess my, my perspective on it is, first of all, even if I did have, uh, you know, someone close to me, cause the thing about it is death, your death is, you, you know, you don't get to choose your death for the most part. Um, but death is really, really about the people that are left behind. And there's kind yeah. of, Part of me, and you know, I don't know if this is just uh, me projecting because what the fuck else am I going to do? But you know, the idea that I don't have a significant significant other or a a, a child or is sort of like, yeah, okay, I'm the most, I'm the coolest guy today. Like, hey, fuck you, you die. Katie's got to deal. Your kids have to discover your dead body with the bullet hole through your fucking temple. They have to deal with that shit, Katie. You know, they're going to have to deal with the fact that there's blood everywhere and there's this dead body and you, you know, you auto asphyxiated and there's a belt around your neck and your hand is still on your now flaccid penis. They have to see that and then figure Everybody, out what to do. Rigor mortis is going to kick. Oh, OK, there you go. And so they have to figure out what to do with you. Embarrass myself. Yeah. Me. The only person that's going to find me is is like, you know, like the apartment you know, like the apartment janitor, the superintendent going, bow, it stinks in there. And then there's a dead body the, or or if I do what I want to do, which is if I can see it coming at all. I mean, if I have any kind of heads up about my death, I am going to do that like old Indian thing where I where I go out into the desert and fucking find a hole and just lay down in it and die. Yeah. I'm under the stars, and then I'm really nobody's fucking problem. Then the coyotes and the fucking birds could eat my that's fucking good. carcass, and that's good. That's a good that's thing. I'm not Joe, anybody's problem. That's why Joe Janes is, you know, we give him a lot of shit for having the 17 cats he has. But look, when, <laughs> when, when he dies alone in his, in his, in his house... <laughs> Those cats will take care of him. That, They're just beautiful. Gonna, that is, They're just I'm gonna, gonna get cats. I'm gonna get sustenance for his for yeah. his, his fur babies. And yeah. Oh, that's so good and so creepy and so wonderful all at the same time. So I walk into my grandparents' house and there they are talking about what to do with the dead body in the living room. And I said, I said, Hi, I think Poppy has some company in the elevator on the way up to heaven. Oh my they god. Like, what? Who else died? And I said, Michael Jackson. And my dad and my aunts were like, what? Yeah. And my grandmother said, the basketball player? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, fast forward a couple of years. Here's Ashley. She probably was driving the car that killed her mother. Yeah. Ashley's in the hospital. So I learned the other day, you know, there's been no change. Like my brother's close yeah. with, with Ashley. My mom is close to the family. There'd been no change, no change. Okay, the felt swelling finally went down. She had a bowel movement, like little bitty, tiny. I'm sorry, but of, when you get to the point of catarizing the bowel movement, then there's no life there. There's no life there. So I talked to my mom the other day, and I guess Ashley's been home for a couple of days, um, but she's not well, and they stopped feeding her, and they're giving her pain medicine. They're hospice. That's hospice. It's yeah. hospice care. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's just, it's such a fucked up thing because she's essentially there. She's Ashley's life is going to most like, and there's some miracle. Like into the next few days. Yeah. You know, but like through starvation because of a car wreck she had with her mother, but there were probably, and I'm speculating, I, we don't know 
because the police report has no I, I, what I know of it. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, Mom. But you know, there's nothing like there was drunk driving or anything about. But like a single car accident. They were coming back from a friend's party. Like it just. It, it's a bad it's, scene all over. It's a bad well, scene. the thing is, I don't, and, and I understand from a from a person, you know, from the perspective of somebody that knows that 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 you use the word tragic. Um, I don't know. It's sort of like it's sort of like uh, harm. Um, if everything is harmful, then harm actually doesn't mean anything anymore. And if everything that is completely normal in the world is a tragedy, then there is no such thing as tragedy. Right. And two people dying drunk in a car accident, while while it's sad, I don't know if it counts as tragedy because it's so fucking common. It's like somebody getting shot in Chicago or Houston or fucking Cincinnati is so goddamn common that can you really call it a tragedy anymore or just call it like it's just, you know, it's like mowing your lawn. It's it's just sort of like, you know, the way things I, I think go. What, what's, I, mean, I don't know. If we adjust the semantics on it, it's an extra level of sadness. Yeah. We're not going to use tragic because, yeah, car accidents happen. Drunk driving accidents happen. All this shit happens all the time. People are thrown from their cars all the time. But it's it's the mother and daughter part of it. You know, that Ashley, that's like, what was, makes it sad. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, makes it like the extra twist. Really? Maybe you think like, I don't want Jacob or Harry, you know, to kill me in a car crash where they end up then in a hospice, starving to death with morphine pumping through their bodies. So the starvation doesn't feel so evil. Well, OK, I guess I, I guess I guess my question in the tragedy is, OK, so if 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 she if if her mother's thrown from the car. And she isn't starved to death and her brain is fine. Then she has to live the rest of her life knowing that she killed her mother. If right. her mother survives and her daughter dies, then her mother has to live the rest of her life knowing right. that her daughter's dead and she could have done something. Um, the fact that they're both going to die actually seems like more like a mercy than a tragedy. That's I mean, that's kind of I mean. I mean, am I wrong? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I mean, I presented this to my brother when it when the accident first happened. I was like, you know, we knew the condition Ashley was in. And I'm like, Eric would. I I hate to even think like it's terrible to even think this, you know, because I don't want it. But like, this is where we are. Would it be better if she just didn't make it out? Because if she does, if Ashley did survive, like I mentioned, like the potential, yeah, yeah, hardship of you know the the realization that. Your mother died in this car wreck. You lived. Maybe you were driving, so you're the reason. We don't know what happened exactly. So, but so you're thinking that you don't want Jacob. I mean, wouldn't you rather have Jacob kill you than like a random stranger or a tornado or something? Wouldn't you rather like? I don't think so because I don't want Jake to live with that. I. But I mean, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I suppose a life lasting trauma. I mean, well, here's the thing. Like, I mean, is there any good way to die? Like, if you have to choose, if you yeah. have to, to die, you want to uh, you want to just like see it coming and then go out in the desert. Well, that's things. People. I want to do one of two things just to be fun. And if if I'm going with my fun side, uh, to me, the greatest way to go out would be to hire you know a skydiving rig and go to skydive and then just not ever pull the shoot, you know? I mean, just, I'm fucking Superman. I'm fucking, I'm like the Iron Giant. I'm Superman. And I'm flying until uh, the ground squashes me like a bug on a windshield. That's kind of fun. However, um, chances are, you know, that's not going to happen. I know that the, the tenant, that the physical tendency of my, of men in my family is that I will most likely, unless I'm, you know, I accidentally have that final destination thing where, where, you know, an ice, where an ice pick falls from the ceiling and then electrocutes the thing. And then there's a toaster and then it's my foot, you know, whatever. Unless it's one of those Rube Goldberg fan, then I'll probably die of a heart attack. Um, you know, but yeah, if that's the case, then uh, yeah, I'd like to do that. But I don't know if there's a good way. I mean, there are probably better like, ways, but what if you did get, get a choose? What would you choose? Get, what would you choose? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I would choose because I think. Would you, okay, here's here's. I'm going to ask you this. Okay, so 
Okay, you've seen Jaws. I have giant, seen Jaws. Giant shark, right? Giant shark. <laughs> Quint, right? Robert Shark Quint. You know, the shark gets into the boat and now he's sliding. He's kind of kicking at the kicking yep. at the shark, and then the shark gets his feet, and then he just bites him in half, and he's all and like he's awake and alive, and he's eaten by a shark. Okay, would you rather be would you rather die that way? Or do you remember the mummy? Yeah. With Brendan Fraser? Can yep. remember the Egyptian Egyptian bad guy who has the scare beetles crawl yep. up into under his skin and eat him alive from the inside? So would yeah. you rather have the giant shark that you can see with your face? You can see those dead fucking eyes and he's chomping down on you. Would you rather do that? Or would you have the scare beetles come up under your skin and fucking eat you from the inside? You can't see it, but you can yep. feel it's happening. Um, I would go with Jaws because bugs kind of blech. I don't I'm not a big fan okay, of so it. And you know, Jaws, I I'm at sea. Like that's not so bad. Well, that's what I thought because I was thinking yeah. about you because you you know, because yeah. you like you like the sea and that works. Okay. Yeah, cool. All yeah. right. Um and what I love about this is that these are like absurd, unlikely situations. However, yeah. They do happen. Do you think that Lois and Ashley ever thought in all their dreams, all their wild that they were going to be tossed from a car? Yeah, that they were driving, you know, like this. I mean, only John Kennedy that I know of was like, I'm probably going to get shot to death. Like, he yeah. that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's fine. All right. So here's one for you. That's a conversation between he and Jackie. I was like, hey, so you think I'm going to get shot today? Well, she was like, you keep screwing that Marilyn Monroe bitch. And we'll yeah. make it happen. Keep it in your yeah. fucking pants, auto asphyxiation yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Rigor mortis with your hard dick. <laughs> All right. Would you rather be slowly eaten to death by rats Ugh. as your mother and sister watch on? Oh, God. You, oh God. you had they're coming you had the, for you. Yeah, you had that. You had that. Oh, yeah. This is this. Fucking yeah. yeah. You had the dark qualifier. Okay, so the, the now it's not okay. rats, but it's rats with my mom and my sister watching. Okay. So slowly eaten to death by rats as your mother and sister watch, or be slowly eaten to death by rats while you watch bad improv. Oh, the rats and my sister. They're both rats. So you yeah, you the, rats, the rats, the rats, the rats, the fucking hey. Yeah, bad improv is worse than death. Bad improv is like 10 minutes. That's the long, let's put it this way. Yes, if the rats are eating me alive and my mom and my sister are watching, they're going to be traumatized, but I'm going to feel like my death goes much faster. If I'm watching an improv show, it doesn't matter how many rats are going, it's going to feel like 50 years of my life is just going because that See, improv that is never going to fucking end. It's never going to end. All I'm waiting for is somebody to say scene and it's never going to happen. And somebody's going to be a fucking ostrich salesman on the fucking moon. And I, and I, and then I want to kill myself, but then I'm like looking at the rats See, going, can that, you hurry up? That's antithetical to what you said before about the selfishness. You want to avoid the selfishness and die out in a hole. Well, you put, hey, dude, you, I mean, that's, that's a devil's choice. Cause think of it. If it was, if it was a choice between making my mom and my sister watch me eaten by rats or eaten by rats, I'd just say, yeah, don't, don't put my parents through that. But if you add the thing of, of, cause this is the thing. I think most people would be agree. What I really don't want to do is have a lot of pain. And yeah. watching a bad improv is an existential pain. If that's the last thing I'm going to see in my life, fuck you. I can't. Oh, my. That's the worst. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, would you rather. Um, you've, you've seen Alien, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, would you rather have an alien inside you that bursts like John Hurt, that while you're having dinner, because the thing is, your friends, your friends, yes, I'm an edger, your friends are all around you. And then all of a sudden, this alien bursts out of your chest. Okay. You die. Would you rather that? Or now remembering that the, the, the thing has been on your face for like, you know, 14 hours. So, you know, to yeah. get in there and it, 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 it impregnated you with its alien seed or would you rather be the little retarded girl that gets her head decapitated by the thing in hereditary like she's just like they're driving and she just got her head out the window and then they hit a pole and her head just comes right off god i didn't see that movie oh shit no there's that's one of the most that's one of the most horrible things like it's like tony collette's daughter has got some sort of like condition and she's sort of like 
weird shit. She's just like not quite developed as the actress. And so, and, and they're driving in the car and she's got her head out the window, be like a dog. Like, it's like, Hey, I like the air on my face kind of thing. And she just, her head just hits a fucking pole and just takes her fucking head. Swoink! I mean, just, and it is one of those, I remember watching it with data and we're watching this movie and that happened. And I had to pause it because literally we got up and we're walking around the room going, oh, so which would you rather have your head decapitated while you're having a lovely trip with you're like you're in a car stacy's driving and she's kind of you know like there's a you're on a long road trip your kids are having fun she's cataloging all the things wrong with you you decide that you're going to stick your head out the window and kind of just and kind of just like get some air because you can't listen to her bitch anymore and then all of a sudden a pole just takes your fucking head right off or an alien impregnates your chest and it bursts which one you which would you rather if i'm having a fight with my wife then i will take the decapitation in the car to prove a point because you know i want to stick it to her so yeah let's let's go with that that. (laughs) speaking of having your head cut off yes here's a question for you uh this is the you got three choices here oh god i'd say my next one's three choices okay would you rather go the nicole brown simpson way Okay, so get yeah. sliced up by O.J. Simpson. Okay. Get shot by Alec Baldwin mm. or drowned by Christopher Walken slash Robert Wagner. If, okay. If for no other reason that, does it, if it's Robert Wagner, fuck you. I don't want to be drowned by, but if if I have a choice of all those things, I'd rather be drowned by Christopher Walken just because it's, I mean, it's Christopher Walken, dude. Right. I mean, if you're going to get do you think at least that abs- was thinking when I, well, no. allegedly drowned her. No, no. But I mean, it's like it's like I would do walking just because at least, hey, it's some FaceTime. Right. This is your last breath on Earth. Yeah. The, yeah. The, I mean, Not you know, best, but yeah, that was a yeah. But, yeah, no, but, but, you know, that I would do that. I, I I've met Alec Baldwin and he's fine, but I don't want to be shot by him. Um but he's I'd, staring you with those with those Baldwin blues, like he's. Well, I know, but there was no intent. He just it was an accident, and so it's like, yeah, that's not as that's not as sexy. O.J. Simpson, you know, as long as as long let's put it this way, I don't mind being murdered by O.J. Simpson as long as I'm having sex with someone that looks like Nicole Brown Simpson. If I'm if I'm if I'm murdered because I'm having like really amazing tantric sex with the you know like the belt around my neck. We've been focused on this today. It's just an image. Well, I was watching Perry Mason. When you find, I was watching Perry Mason. What are you going to do? Are you going to get a belt around your neck and just jerk off till you die? Like, dude, I was. I was. I don't know if you've been watching Perry Mason, but that's one of the things. Yeah, yeah. The 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 belt around the neck. It's just kind of stuck in my head. Not like an erotic way. Just like, wow, that's fucked up. And when she's standing in the courtroom with the belt around her neck, like, god damn. So yeah, that's kind of stuck. It's kind of, well, I don't know. That wasn't where I was going, but okay. Uh, sure, sure. All right. So uh, here, and, you know, and this is more common. I'm, I can't say I'm more, uh, more or less, but I was thinking I did, as long as the longest lines. Okay. So pretty much there are four ways in the United States, and, and, and actually some of them are st- still legal. Um, it is still legal to be hung in America. And certain uh, municipalities, it is still the firing squad is actually still on the books. I don't know if anybody ever does it anymore, but it's still legal. So my question is, you are wrongly convicted of murdering someone, right? You're you're, you're the Richard Kimball. You're in Chicago, a one-armed man, you're accused, right? And and you know you're going to die. They're going to kill you. It's going to be capital punishment. Do you prefer electrocution, lethal injection, a firing squad, or hanging by a noose until dead? I'd go lethal injection. Really? Why? What about that is, is the most appealing? It's... It's the least violent and um, 
Yeah, you just kind of go to sleep versus the initial jerk when the noose drops, you know, when, yeah. the, when the platform drops off from under you or the initial. I mean, just being strapped in an electric chair is a terrifying Oh, see, I would love the electric chair because at least there's the possibility as as remote as it is, at least there's a possibility that it transforms my DNA and I become a super powered villain. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Okay. You know, that'd be cool. At least I can pretend see, I can up about- to that moment that I'm really just getting supercharged and now I'm going to be a super villain. I, you know, that'd be I, right. I do like that. I mean, that is, I, yeah, I, I like that way of thinking, but I, 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 I'm thinking of the Green Mile. Yeah, where they they <laughs> screw it up, Fuck. and the dude just gets Burns set on alive. fire and yeah. a lot like that. That's pretty rough. Yikes! And then the 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 firing squad again. There's that instant where you might hear it, or like you hear the click of the you know the bolt going in or whatever it is, and it's like yeah. fuck. I don't know the. Well, and also I mean, there's there's there. I mean, with the bullets and the noose, there's a lot of last minute like intense pain going on yeah i'm not into the pain thing man i mean i don't think anybody you know unless you're like some kind of weird fucking fetishist the the pain thing's just not that uh appealing speaking of and spoiler alert for the show beef oh god finished it last night yeah yeah oh my god so fucking great love that ending that last shot is the most beautiful thing i ever saw oh god i loved it beautiful but a few scenes before yeah. In the house, uh-huh. he hits the door. Yep. I thought I kind of had a moment of like, where you and got up with the girl whose head got cut off. You're like, what the fuck? So I thought when she fell and got through the door that it was her ankle that was caught, and it wasn't until it kept closing, and that was Katie said, "Oh my god, they're going to saw her in half." I went, <laughs> "Oh, that's not right." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tweet, just like it was just out of face. It was just out of the blue. It was just like, what the, the fuck just happened? That show took a different it just, turn. It's the it's one of the best things I've ever seen. I love a 24 so much. Just yeah. that those guys that made a 24 like just are banking on. Let's get fucking nuts. Let's yeah. just put movies together that are fucking nuts. And I lo- have you seen have you seen the preview for the the talk to me? The the yeah. new A24 horror thing? Uh-uh. God damn it. I mean it's based the, the gist is it's a it's a you know, it's like the game we just played except there's this fucking like ceramic hand and they tell you, you know, we're going to do all these kids are doing a ritual, right? They're doing a ritual. This one kid girl is like, and you hold on to the hand, this supernatural like clay hand or whatever, ceramic hand. And you say, talk to me. And they say, don't hold the hand for longer than 90 seconds. And she says, what happens after 90 seconds? And they say, they won't want to leave. Dude. A24 is fucking swinging for the fucking fences with some wacky shit. And Beef was the first Netflix series, the first A24 TV show. Brilliant. Just spectacularly fun. Loved it. I mean, they've got Ex Machina. Machina? Ex Machina. Yeah, that's a brilliant movie. Oh, dude. They were all at once. Uncut Gems? Yeah, they are. A24 is the studio. They they are the the Miramax uh, of their generation. And hopefully none of the guys... Are like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Oh man. All right, I got one last one for you. All right. It's a beautiful day in New York. Has to be in New York. Has to be in New York. Because anything in New York, I just kill me. It's the early. It's the early two thousands. Real early two thousands. Oh, okay. I got it. Would you rather? Die in a plane that crashes into a tall building. Yep. You've blown up, but you see it coming. You know, there's some shit that goes down. You know you're going to die. You made a phone call to your mom. Would you rather die that way? Or would you rather be in the building the plane crashed into? And it's a beautiful day. Other than now the smoke and the fire. The fire's coming for you. The smoke is coming for you. There's no way out of this tall building. So you got to jump to your death. Totally the second one. Yeah. But well, first of all, being on a plane is like its own kind of death. 
And so I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to extinguish my life in a giant tin can with recycled farts. I don't want to, you know, and, and, and a bunch of people and a bunch of people screaming and yelling around me. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't have any agency. The only thing I can do is either panic and scream or just sit in my chair with that really uncomfortable chair with no fucking leg room and think to myself, God, if I know this was going to happen, I would have strangled that fucking child that was screaming. I would have strangled that child if I knew we were all going to die now. Or I'm in a building, I see that I'm going to burn alive, and I get to do that that I'm flying thing. I'm fucking yeah. flying, man. I'm jumping out the window. And then you're going to have, you know, give like the, the famous shot of the guy that jumped out, and it looks very calm. Remember that shot? Yeah, yeah. From 9-11? I would do the thing where I'm literally doing the Superman. Like, like one arm is under, and the other is like a fist, and I'm flying to this pavement. And that, then you'd get that shot and go, what the fuck? fuck is that guy's problem because that guy thinks he's superman yes he does and that's how i would yeah that's how i'd go absolutely and now we're sack of the news here we go what's going on in the news this week this is a fun one facebook users can apply for their portion of a 725 million dollar lawsuit settlement i did it did you? I haven't done it yet. Oh, I totally did it. I saw I saw that it was possible. And I went, you know, well, it's seven hundred twenty-five million dollars. And my guess is that, you know, if if a settlement actually comes through, then I'm gonna get a it's gonna be like one of Donnie Smith's royalty checks where I get like, here's a dollar and seventeen cents. You know, whatever. I don't give a shit. I hate Facebook. I want to take their money. They're dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking right. of, speaking of, just so you know, we are officially literate ape is no longer on Twitter. Um, I got rid of the Twitter because they, they we, I discovered that they weren't, uh, I couldn't push. It's not even that literate ape is off Twitter. It's Squarespace who yeah. runs our website, who we run our website through is off Twitter. Like, yeah, yeah. And they and have the, the, yeah, the widget. To push through, you can't Twitter. push through on Twitter, and 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 he doesn't do Substack, and Elon Musk won't do Substack, which is my other thing. So I went, you know what? There is absolutely no practical purpose for me even having Twitter, so I deactivated the account, and deleted it, and yeah. so there's no, we don't have any. And then I got rid of the Tumblr because who the fuck reads Tumblr? So that. there's no way. You, if you want to read Litter Day or see our shit, you just got to show up. Anyway, I'm wondering if I should if I should go back. I mean. I still have my Facebook account. I don't, you know, I didn't delete it, but should I connect the littered ape thing to that? If anybody is still check, cause I haven't been active on Facebook and I, I don't even know, over. I mean, it's been over a year. If, I don't know. if you connect it, I'll, uh, I'll share it, but it's like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I am done with social media. And so face, yes, I want my, I want my piece of that fucking seven twenty five million. I want my piece of it, yeah. whatever it is, even if it's just enough to buy like a, you know, a taco, a taco 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 yeah yeah you know. i'm ready for summertime all right your next your next headline uh speaking of ways to die charges against alec baldwin in the rust movie set shooting dropped for now it, it was inevitable they were going to drop the charges it was it, it, they were they were going after the liberal guy they were going after the liberal guy that played oh, donald trump they were going after the guy who shot a woman it was the, but the thing is, again, oh, don't pull again, the he dude, pull the trigger. Well, he pulled the trigger, but there, I mean, I guess technically you could. Yeah. OK, I just don't think it, I think it was I think I think if you're going to go after him, you don't go after him for shooting the person. I think you go after him for hiring uh, the dumbest fucking armorer like maybe on the planet Earth because she was totally unqualified for the job. I mean, she's she still being charged. She's well, good. Cause she's a fucking moron. I mean, you know, to me, that's like uh, George. What's his name? The fucking lying congressman that lies about everything. Santos. Yeah. Santos. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like she lied about being qualified for a job that really is about dealing with dangerous shit. And she fucked up and somebody yeah. died because of it. She should go to jail. Yep. She's got. So Hannah Gutierrez Reed, the film's armorer. She is still being charged with involuntary manslaughter. Good. I but don't think Alec Baldwin now has not been. 
Or yeah, but I, those charges. Yeah. But I do, you know, the only thing that we positive for Alec Baldwin to get uh, actually charged and in, imprisoned in, in, in some way is at least it would make a clear signal to other actors. I mean, I can't help but think, okay, here's Rust, right? And then I'm, I'm obviously I haven't seen the movie, but you know, I, I can't imagine it's that much gunplay. And one person dies because they fuck it up. And then you watch John Wick chapter four and you go, motherfucker, man, that armory, they had to have more than one armor. And I'm telling you, there was there was so many options, so many, so many opportunities for that shit to go sideways. But it didn't. You don't hear about anybody in a movie where it's headshots. A thousand headshots, a thousand fucking headshots in a four hour, two hour period. And nobody died. So there is a way to do this responsibly, and you can do this well. And it was because Alec Baldwin, as a producer, didn't hire somebody who knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. That's that's the issue. Federal prosecutors have considered four possible charges against Hunter Biden. <laughs> you know, Hunter Biden... Talk about somebody with a with, with auto asphyxiation with a, a belt around his neck and his flaccid penis in his hand. Just go, Hunter. I, Hunter, just kill yourself, man. Find a way to die. Find a cool. Find a cool way to die because you are a useless piece of shit, man. Don't, I don't. Joe Biden doesn't need any more of his children dying before. No, he if if Hunter Biden kills himself, Joe Biden is going to be president for the next three terms. Hunter Biden is – this. every picture of him looks like – He's a fucking dick. He's he worse than like Trump. what Republicans want him to – That's exactly be. what he like. He's every so – possible he, charges are two misdemeanor counts for failure to file taxes. Which is Republican, stupid. A simple felony count of tax evasion. Republican, stupid. And a felony count related to a gun purchase. Sounds stupid. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, the fact that they're going after Hunter Biden, I guess they got to – you got to have some low-hanging fruit to go after. Um there's, you know, they're just look. It's the thing about it is Hunter Biden is is basically Donald Trump Jr. He's a fucking douchebag. Everybody knows he's a douchebag. You can throw out, oh, he's an addict. Well, you know what? He's still a fucking douchebag because he's an addict that actually has lots of money in a home. There are lots of addicts that live addicts that live in the fucking street and are doing the very. They're just surviving. Hey, you know what, Hunter? You're a dick. You're a rich prick. Fuck you. Go away. I feel so bad for Joe. I, I think Joe Biden did the Joe Biden did the best he could, but man, Hunter is he is the ultimate disappointing child. Yeah. Go hang your head out the window and get your head decapitated in the wind. <laughs> Jesus. That um uh walk hard, the Dewey Cox yeah. story. <laughs> the wrong kid died. That's yep. That's just where both maybe both should have lived and Hunter should have gotten the break. that would have been a great for the Biden family God. for the Biden family. That would have been a great way to go. Yeah, that'd have been a great. Yeah, that'd have been good. Um. All right. Uh. BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed News is shutting down. And 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 given the state of journalism, given the state of the Internet disruption of uh, the, the fact that at this point, Podcaster is what blogger was 20 years ago. And journalist is what, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a completely uh, uh, some uh, uh, lion tamer. I don't. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I mean, it's just like something that just isn't uh, isn't uh, a viable way of making a living anymore. I can't think. It's just like it's just a shock maker. <laughs> I don't know where the hell you're going. With I'm just that. saying that journalism is no longer a viable way of making a living because uh, the Internet and BuzzFeed took advantage of the Internet and yeah. put put real journalists out of business so that they could have their Pulitzer Prize thing so that they can be BuzzFeed because it's all about clickbait. And so I kind of think they deserve it. But I can't imagine what it's like to have been like a Studs Terkel type and have lost your job so that. 25 year olds could do BuzzFeed articles and now they're at fuck you. I'm glad BuzzFeed's going out of business. Well, I mean, what's funny is I don't think it's BuzzFeed, but it's BuzzFeed News. 
Yeah, well, because the- like there's BuzzFeed that has all those stupid listicles. Seventeen ways. I want ways that all of weren't what you thought they were. I'd love know. it if all BuzzFeed went away because BuzzFeed represents the kind of news that you'd get in Idiocracy. That's the kind of news they read in Idiocracy. News is better and more legit but well I, the I mean, news is yeah point, the news yeah. is yeah but, but the buzzfeed division that's going away the buzz well bullshit, shock yeah, yeah npr I, laid off a bunch of people it's just like the journalism is going the way of the dodo it's just going to be a bunch of no, people telling us they're living they're just we want their we want people's live truths they're live their entertainment bullshit yeah you know everybody's going to be giving their spin on the new thing yeah says the guy giving his spin on the new thing that's exactly what this segment's about. All right, let's hear your let's hear your hot take on this one. Uh, speaking of being smothered with pillows, Mike Lindell, the my pillow guy, uh-huh. Mike Lindell bet five million dollars to prove his election lies wrong. Now he has to pay up. You got damn right he does. So did you did you hear? I did. Was yeah. So for those for, dear listener, if you didn't hear about this um that my pillow ceo mike lindell was so convinced of his own lies that he put 50 or excuse me five million dollars of his own money up to anyone who could prove him wrong and last week someone did everybody did it's obvious he's wrong this guy fucking went for it yeah and the court say yeah dude yeah you got this is that like that pepsi um where's my jet thing where's my jet thing that's exactly what it was if you you put it out there you you can't just do shit like hyperbole is not obvious to everybody. And even if it is, you need to fucking legally back that shit up as hyperbole. Yeah. 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 You're going to say, I'm fucking just kidding. Lindell. Yeah. Good. I'm glad I got $5 million taken away from dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. That made me laugh when I read it. All right, buddy. Saving the best for last year. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to read you the headline that I'm going to give you some context around it. This is, I like both of them. Muncie, Indiana, it came courtesy of the sack pack, came courtesy to me of the sack pack. A count, a county council member in Muncie, Indiana, now identifies as a woman of color. So I'm going to read you his quote, her quote, its quote, their quote. So uh, this is Ryan Webb. On Facebook, he proclaimed this. After much consideration, I have decided to come out and I finally feel comfortable announcing my true authentic self. It is with great relief that I announce to everyone that I identify as a woman, and not just any woman, but as a woman of color as well. I guess this would make me a gay lesbian as well, since I am attracted to women. Woo, that felt good to finally get that out there and start living life as my true self. I'm excited to bring some diversity to the county council. Until today, we didn't have any females of color, or LGBTQIAPC++ on the council. I'm glad that we do now, exclamation mark. You know, this is the game that when you open up, and, and, and that's the thing, is, yes, is it ridiculous? Is it stupid? Yes. But the, the simple fact is this, again, this is the trap that the left creates for themselves every single time, is that they create an almost... A wholly subjective rule that everybody must follow that then the right says, "Okay, fuck you. I'll follow your rules. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Because the fact of the matter is, based on everything that the 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 gender identification movement wants you to say is like, I can say that I'm anything I want and I am and you have to accept it and you have to treat me that way. Based on those rules. So do you think that this guy is seriously identified? No, there's not a chance. There's not a chance that he's really a woman of color. Just read his thing. I'm a woman. Not only that, I'm a woman of color. Not only that, I must be a lesbian because I like to fuck women. Not only that, now we have diversity. This guy is absolutely (laughs) fucking trolling. Um, But the thing about it is... It's kind of brilliant. It, well, no, it's not brilliant. He's, he's, making, he's making a point, though. No, to me, it's no more brilliant than uh, than 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 Br'er Rabbit uh, <laughs> setting up the fucking uh, you know the tar pit in the the tar baby in the fucking briar patch. Oh. And, and that's a story. 
I know. That's but- <laughs> that's a story. This you can't. That's what it's called. It's called the Tar Baby. I mean, it's made. It is a baby made of tar. Okay. It's not a black man. It's a baby made of tar that then then uh, sticky tar that then Br'er Bear and Br'er Fox get stuck in. That's not. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a real thing. That's an actual. Like that's a physical description of the thing he put in the the briar patch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I did. I do these things on purpose just to see you, just to watch your skin crawl like you've got scarab beetles underneath. That's exactly what I do. The shark just bite me in half. Get it over with. Six things you should do this week. My first thing this week um, is uh, is a read. It's in the Atlantic. Fucking hell! Uh, it's by Daniel Levitin. Uh, the inelect the inelectable logic of gun ownership. Yes. Interesting story. Um, it is. He's a gun owner, and now his wife is also a gun owner. They're both neuroscientists, and it's and they've had run-ins where they've needed slash not needed to use their weapons, and that's kind of the point of it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting piece. That's a funny thing because uh, um, on in the free press, uh, a woman named Ginny Hunts wrote a piece called, and I want you to read it, having a baby made me even more pro-choice. And this is a really good, I mean, this is a great essay, but it's another, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, here's somebody who is definitely on the liberal side, who has a very interesting argument um, about abortion based on her experience as a mother. It's a very good article. It's like I said, it's in the free press. It's by Jenny Hans. Totally worth the read. And that's my first thing. Okay. My next thing is a listen. It's Freakonomics Radio Podcast. Um, this, I felt, it just, it really hit home for, I think, us. Um, swearing is more important than you think. I Every listened language, to it yesterday. That's so funny. Did, yeah, it's, yeah. It's great. And what's great about it is... <laughs> I mean, it's very smart. Like, and oh yeah, you've got you know, you've got you've got you've got uh, 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 all kinds of really good experts. Who's the who's the Wharton uh, or or uh, shit? Yeah. You know who I'm talking yeah, about? Me too. Um, yeah, yeah. The New anyway. York Times columnist. Oh god, he's so good. The what's linguist. Great about it is that you know when Dubner, the host, <laughs> Dubner tees up the show, he's like, you know, and as the way we do it, we're going to bleep the words. And it's the whole damn episode. It's so whole funny. episode. And it's so great. And they ask the question at the end, is bleeping the right, is, is it basically like, is bleeping stupid? And like the response from the, from whichever guess they were talking to at the moment, uh, was like, yeah, yeah, it's stupid. Like, we know what the word is. It just like, it's like you, you've said, like, you know, when you say the N word, it's in our head. It's almost worse than just it's saying there. it. It's there. Yeah. Like, now we know what the – yeah, we've already said the word in our head. It's there. Yeah. And to be clear, they talk – which I think is interesting, that, like, there's a difference between fuck and the N-word. Like, using – Yes. That are a, a hurtful and, and – Anathema. To yeah. a group of people. Yeah. That's shit in society. Okay. That's like, poisonous in society is bad. Let TV and radio use shit, fuck, ass, cut, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turn, twat. Use all of them. You know, yeah. use car, yeah, yeah. right? Which they do in Australia. Like in Australia, they don't have NFCC. So, like on their morning, you know, their breakfast shows, their morning TV talk shows, they can say the word shit and fuck, and it's I don't, they don't throw it around like we do on this on, on this podcast. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But it's still they funny. Can to make a point. So anyway, all right. Yeah. It's a good listen. My Fine. second thing is a watch. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we I think I've probably a couple weeks ago, I mentioned uh, that people should listen to the witch trials of J.K. Rowling. Well, there is a transgender woman um, named, that goes by the handle Contra Points mm-hmm. on YouTube. And she has uh, she has done a, a YouTube uh, about the witch trials of J.K. Rowling that oh. is is really like as a counterpoint 
to the very like I said, I thought the 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 they were podcast, on the show. Yeah, I know the podcast was really good, but her and I had not known a lot. I mean, I kind of did, but I was like, I went okay. I I don't necessarily agree with the comparison, but man, she makes a really good case. She does the first half of the video is the witch trials of Anita Bryant, and then. Hmm moves on, who was super anti-homosexual in the 70s, was the orange juice lady, um, and 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 then goes on to compare Anita Bryant's sort of homophobia with what she says is J.K. Rowling's transphobia. And she makes a really good case. I don't I don't agree with the comparison entirely, but I I it's like okay, that's just in that you know, me constantly trying to find the the gray area and listening to every side of every issue. It is at if you listen to the JK, the witch trials of JK Rowling, which I thought was excellent, it is absolutely worth your time hearing what ContraPoints has to say because she breaks it down, man. She breaks it down and it's I mean, you gotta kinda it's like a 90 minute video, so it'll take you some yeah. time. Put it on high speed, but it's it's good. And ContraPoints, for whatever this is worth. Kind of hot. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. For a tra- as a transgender woman, I would not think she was transgender. I'd just go, wow, she's cute. Just going to give it to him. Right, my third thing, speaking of uh, being pro-choice as a parent, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is in uh, the Marginalian. I spoke. Marginalian.org. Yeah. That's what it, it's called, the Marginalian? Marginalian. Margin? Uh, alien. Margin. Alien. Or a like margin m a r g i n a l i a n, like marginal, marginal, marginalian, marginal, marginal, Fuck you, whatever. Alien. Yes, alien. I think you said it. Marginalian, marginalian, marginal. Yep. Brandon Russo, tell us what it is. He'll tell us what it how to say. Sure. How to grow up? Nick Cave's life advice to a thirteen-year-old. It's just, it's an interesting read, like, we're just thinking about, it. and it doesn't have to necessarily be for a 13-year-old. I think this is one of those things where you can read it and be like, okay, I've forgotten how to live an interesting life. And, like, the pull quote at the top of the article is, fill yourself with the beautiful stuff of the world. Get amazed, get astonished, get awed on a regular basis so that getting awed is habitual and becomes a state of being. Just this idea of... It's good stuff. Open your mind. Don't live yeah. in a bubble. Get out of your vacuum. Always do new shit consume 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 interesting stuff and interesting get as far stuff. away Bang from your mind yeah. does he does he in the article say anything about getting as far away from social media as possible i don't know if he does or not but you know what that's a good plan footnote get away as far as, as far as possible from social media and my third thing is uh it's up today it was up last week um i don't usually plug our other podcast but i like to watch Donnie and I talk about Michael Keaton's Batman from 1989. It is uh, a fun episode. Yeah. It is. Uh, I mean, Donnie, I, I got a he 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 typed he texted me that this was his after listening to the episode. I just got to tell you, I love this description of his perspective. That was a great episode. You. Talking about me, whippersnapper, defender of everything divisive, problematic, and Marvel. Me, talking about him, the angry old woke jagoff dad who can't watch the comic book movies because they're too loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, given that he's like a decade younger than me, that is hysterical that I'm the kid, that I'm the kid, and he's the old man. But that's from his perspective, and it, it, it but it is a very good episode. Um, I'm you know, really pleased with it. It's a great movie, and I'm and it's a great movie. Just in the episode, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be involved in this because yeah. this movie. It's just it's the first movie that I can remember, like knowing every word. Yeah. To it, you know, like I. I loved and love, I mean, this movie. To this day, yeah. Yeah, it's a great, great film. Yeah, so great that's so, so go to I Like to Watch on literateape.com yeah. in our podcast section and or or on Apple or on whatever. Yeah, yeah, let's do it because it's fun. And that's the show. Stay alive out there. Be safe. Don't let your kids kill you in a car wreck. 
You can listen to the Literate Apecast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. What the fuck?